0: Mr. President, Mr. President, you got to get up, Mr. President. It's uh, war time. It's war day. Uh, hello? Mr. President, wake up quick. It's war time.
1: Oh, it's uh, first lady. I'm, t- I'm too tired. I'm the first lady.
0: Oh. <laughs> Trevor. Trevor, we're in the podcast studio and you <sighs> fell asleep and you had a dream about oh. being the president. Oh. Hey, Did wait I... a minute. We're live. <laughs> hey, wait. We
1: are live. Welcome back to the All That in a Glass of Water podcast.
0: I'm your host, Trevor. I'm your other host, Lily. You didn't say hello, everybody, and it really rubbed me the wrong oh, way. I'm
1: sorry. That's my that's kind of my catchphrase. That's yeah. what I'm known for. That's your
0: whole thing. Is kind of like you know one of us says, "Wait a minute, we're live," and then the other person will go, "Oh, we are live," and then you roll in with the hello, everybody. Uh, and you didn't do that, and I think it's really going to set this episode apart.
1: Let me let me make it up to all our listeners by doing two hello, everybody's right now. Oh wow. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the... And then here's your second one. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the All That in a Glass of Water podcast. I'm your host, Trevor.
0: Uh, I already said my thing, and I did it perfectly first time. You're right. So I'm not going to do it again. Now, Lily, we have water this week. We do have water this week. Um, Who's this water from, Trevor? You know what? Who gave me this water?
1: This is going to be our water this week. What is that? It has a higher... It's water it has some some particulates in it. Oh, you're going to make me drink the particulate water? Arabica beans. Oh, okay. Uh but it is mostly water still. And I'd like you to taste some of this. It's cold. I've drank most of it. There's probably my backwash in there, but I'm not
0: sick. I don't Oh man. Just a little sip. Just a little sip. I don't really want to drink this one for for listeners this is trevor's like basically finished coffee from like an old cup looks like he's been carrying it for days
1: uh yeah i got he, this coffee last thursday
0: he painted a little picture on the inside of the cup mm-hmm. that's been kind of like washed away with water is that a is that a bunny rabbit
1: yep it's a bunny rabbit got, getting chased by a wolf
0: oh i see that
1: yeah, and then if you there's another panel uh, on the other side of the coffee cup. Oh, yep, I see it. Yep, and that's the that's the rabbit getting caught by the wolf. Such is the nature of life. Oh, and then
0: you keep spinning the cup around, and it, like the rabbits are running again. It's an immortal rabbit in a uh-huh. unstoppable wolf.
1: That's right, because the the rabbit has some coffee poured on it, and it's uh it's rejuvenated to life and is able to run faster. But oh, but then it it uh. The caffeine wears off and it dies again And then the cycle keeps continuing um, That's awesome Which is representative of my life Oh So go ahead and try that coffee
0: I'm going to drink this gross coffee Yeah it's gross (laughs) I I mean I hate Coffee Mm -hmm. (laughs) Black coffee is really bad Um, There's a fun fact About me and about the world Black coffee not good I disagree. I
1: think I actually think this coffee, as a as a, a novice coffee consumer, mm-hmm. is uh, is tastes quite good. It's very robust, it. Let's say in flavor, um, and that is because it is shade grown, which makes it more flavorful. Um, now, this coffee is uh, a, a coffee people around Chapel Hill uh, just absolutely love to drink, and that is Larry's coffee. Um, the you,
0: hell is Larry?
1: Well, Larry uh, is a guy who founded a coffee company based in Raleigh. Uh, it's organic. It's fair trade. This coffee not only tastes good, folks, it is also good for the environment. Um, oh, that's and boy, good. is it flavorful.
0: It's got a flavor. Yeah. 100%. You, you No one could say this doesn't taste
1: It most certainly does taste. Yeah. Uh, what would you give this in terms of rating?
0: Like I mean, our thirsty point scale, kind of the essence of it is it's mm-hmm. an objective scale. Yes. Uh, no, it's a subjective scale. <laughs> right. And, and by that I mean it's I'm not talking about what the world wants, what God wants out of these uh-huh. drinks. It's about what I want out of these drinks. Yeah, because I'm the one on the podcast. Um, and for me, this has to be a one out of five thirsty points just because, like, one out of five. I would okay. put some creamer in there. Earlier, I had a Starbucks uh, hot, 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 uh, ice, no, hot, 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 iced vanilla latte. Whoa. I had them ice it and then put it in the microwave <laughs> for three minutes. Um, right. Yeah. Which is how I like them to make it for me.
1: That really brings out the flavor of the ice.
0: Yeah. It's like, I'm like, guys. You always make them so hot but so cold at the same time. Why don't we put those together? Yeah. Um, So I've had them make that, and it was delicious because it's filled with milk and syrup and sugary sweets. Sure. (laughs) All the parts that aren't the coffee. Yeah, which is what I want out of my coffee.
1: Um, Well, uh, I can't tell you about who made... Your coffee over there at Starbucks, but I can't tell you who made this coffee. Was it Larry? It was Larry. Holy um, hell! He's the founder, president, CEO, and and his uh, profile describes him as a midnight waltzer.
0: Whoa! Like he does he does little dances at midnight.
1: Uh, uh, that's well. That's what it, it implies. This guy loves dancing. He has.
0: Uh, Could I ask his profile where?
1: On the Larry's Coffee Company website. Oh sick. Which you can visit and uh, scroll through. Okay. Very entertaining. Um and uh, he got he loves dancing so much though that he created a webpage collecting the goal of this webpage is col- is to collect 10,000 yes, 10,000 reasons to dance and after I read that I thought to myself well, I, I just have to meet this guy. I have to talk to this guy. So we folks, in,
0: we're interviewing Larry from Larry's Coffee, a company I do not know. I'm
1: proud to say that we will be <laughs> interviewing Larry
0: from Larry's Coffee. Is this actually like a beloved Chapel Hill business person? Um, well, <laughs> Does he's, anyone know about Larry?
1: Oh, I see plenty of people. I was in the dining hall this morning. Plenty of people were walking up, uh, filling up their cups with Larry's Coffee. Whether that be decaf or his El Salvador Dolly roast, <laughs> either way, you're getting a flavorful cup.
0: So he has coffee that's sold throughout Chapel Hill. It's
1: sold throughout Chapel Hill in
0: the dining halls, etc.
1: That is what you just drank.
0: Okay. And Larry's going to listen to this, and he's going to hear me saying his coffee's bad.
1: Well, you, you should have thought about that before you said <laughs> something.
0: <laughs> um. Okay. Trevor, when I knew we were going to interview someone today, Trevor would not tell me who it was <laughs> yeah. for, for weeks ahead of time. That's true. I was begging him to let me know, please, so I could prepare at all. Um, you don't get to. I don't know what I'm going to do.
1: Well, you don't have to I'll do prob- much.
0: I hope I don't offend Larry.
1: Well, I'm going to tell him what you said about his coffee. Okay. And not really. I won't I won't tell him that.
0: He'll uh, hear it. Larry if, Larry, if you're listening to this, and I know you are, we're going to talk to you in, a, in about... Uh, a couple minutes coming up here, know that your coffee's probably pretty good for people who like that sort of thing.
1: For people who like that sort of thing, um, which is not my co-host Lily, apparently. No. So I apologize for, for having to face someone who doesn't like y- your coffee, which, honestly, if she doesn't like your coffee, there's no coffee that she will like, I don't think. so.
0: That may well be true. Um, I don't like black coffee in the slightest it's gross.
1: Oh, wait a second. Wait, folks. He's in. Uh, hello, Larry. Can you hear us? Hello, Larry. But yeah, thank you, Larry, for joining us today. Um, if I can call you Larry. Yes,
2: yeah, sure. <laughs> That's my name. Okay. Uh, yeah,
1: well, I, I appreciate you,
0: can, you being here.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm Trevor. As you can probably see, this is Lily. Hello. Um, and we just wanted to kind of talk for a few minutes. Uh, we have a little... A little audio clip to play for you at the end.
2: Um okay, great.
1: Uh so Larry, tell us about why you founded a coffee company.
2: Oh, uh, that's pretty simple. I was going to graduate school and I had an awareness one day that I was going to get a, a degree I no longer wanted to have. So I decided to drop it up. Ah. So then at that point I'm looking to the one dad like, what kind of job can I get? And it looked miserable. So I said, fine, I'm just going to start my own company.
1: Oh, okay. There you go. Um, sort of uh, taking your own path, as it were. Pretty much.
2: Uh, my own um is
1: there, is there a theory behind your coffee itself? I have some.
2: Yeah, I suppose. It was to uh, keep experimenting with coffee, creating unusual blends unusual
1: flavor Yeah, you definitely um I'm a sort of a novice coffee guy. I haven't done much t- tasting or anything, but um I your your coffee is very uh, flavorful. I like your El Salvador Dolly rest that they have in our oh, dining. The Dali, yeah. so, so, do you drink
2: the coffee between class or like at night or in the morning?
1: Uh, primarily in I usually I get out, I get up fairly late. I get up at a lot, about about eleven twenty because my first class is at twelve thirty. So I always uh, stop by the dining hall and uh, eat breakfast and have a a cup of your of your coffee every morning. So it's an active part of my day. Um, we also wanted to talk about your your ten thousand reasons to dance. Um, I understand you're a bit of a dancer yourself.
2: Yes, I used to dance quite a bit. Currently, I'm not really enough. But to answer your question, I love dance. Dancing is so joyful.
1: Nice. Um, so, and and you wanted to collect uh, ten thousand reasons to dance is your goal. Um, exactly. Uh, and yeah, do you have any interesting reasons you've gotten so far?
2: Yeah. Well, the first. It's- And the first few were pretty profound. It was like a couple different women posting about dancing with their deceased husband Mm. and uh, missing that and sometimes dancing with uh, like a uh, blow up dome to remember the time of dancing with their deceased husband.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um...
2: But other people, uh, just for silly reasons, like... It's joyful. It's raining out. Rain drought, So maybe that helps a I think Trevor, you said on one of your episodes recently that you like to just sing out loud and walking down. That is true. Yeah.
0: Say that.
1: Oh yeah. wow. Uh, and it's it's very it's very kind of freeing. I guess. Um, I I don't feel weighed down yeah. by the the pressures of society
2: uh, when I do that. Good for you. Yeah. So dancing is a little bit like that when you're dancing with a partner, it's amazing to connect with your partner mm-hmm. on this floor with a bunch of strangers, and you and your partner maybe have never danced together before, and you just connect, and you can work, and smile, and feel really a rejoice. Yeah. Um,
1: that's That was very beautiful. Thank you.
0: Um, I have a question for you, Larry, about something I've been feeling guilty about. If that's okay. I, let me, um, so Trevor introduced me to your coffee today because I'm not much of a black coffee drinker. Uh, oh. I make coffee at home and then I put lots and lots of creamer in it. Uh, do you do you take offense to that? Like people covering up the, the taste of your coffee?
2: Oh no, it's a great question. I don't take offense at all. Um, I don't drink uh, coffee with anything in it. Just black is how I drink coffee. Although I go back to when I was in college... I put lots of cream and sugar in it. And eventually took the sugar out and eventually took all the cream out. But that trek took me probably ten years to stop drinking coffee and sugar.
0: Ah, oh, that's good to hear. So I I hope to get there someday.
2: Yeah. You're
1: sort of early on in
2: time. Sugar's not good for you. And cream's not really good for you. So pick that mind.
0: Yeah, but they're so tasty. That's what I, uh, yeah.
2: But yeah, so you're, you're making a milkshake. It's like, uh, it's like why Starbucks works so well. It's because it's, it's a coffee milkshake. You'd be surprised many people uh, migrate to eventually drink black. And then you explore different uh, single origins. Like when you taste a, like a Sulawesi coffee or Sumatra, and then compare that against Ethiopia or Colombia. And when you start tasting the differences, it's pretty amazing.
0: hmm yeah.
2: So hopefully Trevor will keep buying your coffee at the uh, Rams Head.
0: Yeah. If I keep being forced to drink it, I'm sure I'll like it eventually. We'll, we'll get through, we'll get over that hump.
2: Well, try our iced coffee. It's pretty amazing.
1: Um, now, I do want to say, Larry, before we, 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 I've prepared a little audio clip for you, but um, I do want to say that your coffee is uh, organic uh, and fair trade. So this is, it not only tastes good, it's also good for the environment. Um, and in light of that, we wanted to, to thank you, um, for what you've done, um, for, uh, honestly, for keeping us caffeinated. I think your coffee is very good. Um, and so I asked a few people this morning in the dining hall, um, to, to give you a thanks. Um, and I put together this little audio clip and you should hear it now and let me know if you don't. Excuse me. We're putting together a little audio clip to thank Larry for, uh, for keeping the students at UNC Chapel caffeinated. Would you like to thank Larry, who sure. roasted that coffee? Just say thank you, Larry. Thank you, Larry. There we go, I appreciate you. Excuse me, uh, we're putting together a little audio clip to thank Larry for keeping people at UNC caffeinated. Would you guys like to contribute? I don't
0: know much about Larry, but... Yeah. Well, you know,
1: all you have to say is thank you, Larry. I can
0: say thank you, Larry. Thank
1: you, Larry. Thank, you, Larry. thank the both of you. They're playing a children's Spider-Vision television show in the dining hall. Looks like a Halloween episode. Oh no, I think it's the Green Goblin's little pumpkin things. I don't think it's a Halloween episode. Excuse me, if I could bother you for just a moment. We're putting together a little audio clip for Larry to thank him for keeping the students at UNC Chapel caffeinated. Would you like to thank Larry? Yeah, sure. What should I say? Just, just say thank you, Larry.
0: Thank you, Larry.
1: Excellent, thank you. Excuse me, if I could borrow, uh, we're, we're putting together a little video, or a little audio clip for Larry to thank him for keeping the students of UNC Chapel caffeinated. Would you like to thank Larry? Sure.
0: Just like, thank you,
1: Larry. <laughs> there we go. That works. Thank you. I might call it quits here soon. We got like, we have like three or four people. You know what? Larry deserves more though. I'm, I'm going to stay because I know Larry and I know that how much he's done. I'm, I'm going to stay and get a few more thank yous because that's what he deserves. Excuse me. We're putting together a little audio clip to thank Larry for keeping the students at UNC Chapel Hill caffeinated. Would you like to thank Larry? Uh, yeah. Thank you so much, Larry. I love your coffee. It's great. <laughs> thank you. I missed one. I'm not. I'm not on the ball enough. I'm. I'm I, I feel bad. I've missed so many opportunities for more people to thank Larry, and I. I don't know. I just feel. I just feel bad. It just makes me feel bad. You know. Excuse me, we're putting together a little audio clip to thank Larry for keeping the students at UNC Chapel caffeinated, would either, either of you like to thank Larry for, for doing that?
0: Sorry, I only have 10 minutes. Yeah I-, yeah, I
1: got it. But how much time will they save later in their day, now that they're caffeinated with Larry's coffee? That's the real question, folks. They're switching out the grounds for Larry's coffee, it's important to keep it fresh. That's the only respectful way to drink Larry's coffee, indeed. Excuse me, we're putting together a little uh, audio, sorry, we're putting together a little audio clip to thank Larry for uh, keeping the students at UNC Chapel caffeinated. Would you like to thank Larry?
0: Sure, I'd love to thank Larry. I love this
1: coffee. This keeps me alive. (laughs) Excellent. Thank you. Folks, uh, a medical miracle. This last girl said that Larry's coffee keeps her alive. Well, I think that just goes to show you how good Larry's coffee is. Um Larry I, I do sincerely hope you enjoyed that and thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Um I hope you have a good I sure rest. i do
2: appreciate you making the effort.
1: Of course. Um and I will continue drinking your coffee probably at least until I graduate from UNC. Um so every day Excellent. I will look back on this conversation uh with joy. Um
2: yeah.
0: Thank you very well, much Larry. I appreciate
2: this opportunity to hang with you guys for a few minutes. Yeah. I hope the rest of your show goes great. Thank you. Well, thank you. And the glass is half
0: full.
1: That, that's a great. That nice is so true. Thank you,
0: uh, Larry. Thank you, Larry. We appreciate you so much.
1: You <laughs> really do. All right. You have a All good right. rest of your day. Thank you. Bye. Folks, we apologize if Larry's interview sounds less than what you are used to, um, but I do think it was worth it. He's a very nice man, genuinely. He's genuinely a lovely dude. Um, he's a
0: listener. He is going to hear me giving his coffee a 1 out of 5. Well, <laughs> oh no. Should have thought about that before we had <laughs> you him on. Wouldn't fucking tell me <laughs> who was going to be here. <laughs> um, you want to hear about how I went and I had a little allergy reaction and and I was con- consented to my death. You were consented to your death. Yeah, cons- death came down and I said that's fine by me.
1: Oh, okay. I well, Let's hear about it.
0: Yeah the other day uh my house was hosting some some people on our couches so like like,
1: like a casual get together kind of thing
0: it was uh some some people were visiting from another town and they I needed see. somewhere to sleep i see okay and they were sleeping on our couches so i um i was like i'm going to need some st- to stash some food in my room mm-hmm. because i can't go down for my usual midnight snack cuz I, w- I don't want to wake anybody
1: that makes sense that's very considerate of you yeah
0: yeah so i brought up it's uh, some trail mix that contains almonds. And I am allergic to almonds. I think you're aware. I'm aware. Some people will be aware. I'm allergic to almonds. Uh, it's a pretty light allergy. But it's pretty embarrassing to be allergic to almonds when you're 20. Because that's just like, what a little baby thing to do. <laughs> yeah. be allergic to almonds. Like, while really those are going to kill you, and you're an adult, you're illegally an adult, and you can't eat a little nut. Yeah, if this you're an
1: adult, what should be killing you is big bullets.
0: Yeah, yeah. I should be dying in the Vietnam War too, not in the fucking tree nut war. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so that's me, and I was. But it's been a few years since I ate an almond the uh-huh. last time um, I went to the hospital with a whole bunch of hives, and while I was at school my, for my senior picture day. And then my face broke out in hives, and I was like, oh, man, I'm going to go home. And then I went home, and then it kind of felt like my throat was breaking out in hives. Oh, uh, And then my parents were like, you should call the hospital. And I said, okay. And then the EMTs came, and then they were like, can you lift up your shirt for me? And I did. And they went, whoa. <laughs> 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 and then they took me to the hospital. Um, and then it, they gave me some drugs there, and it, everything turned out fine and dandy. They went, They went, whoa.
1: Yeah. Like, they were shocked. Like, this is one of the worst things they've seen or at least one of the most surprising things they've seen yeah
0: i think just at the sheer quantity of like hives and and mm-hmm. swelling caused by a single little baby almond uh yeah. from this like adult looking person probably thought wow this person what the, didn't realize they had a sippy cup hidden somewhere <laughs> <in there. laughs> oh sorry we we need to change your diaper too i didn't realize <laughs> And they, well, they took off my shirt Uh and then they put me on the stretcher. This was, this was what happened years ago. And then they were like, we're going to, we're going to cover you up before we send you outside. But then they didn't. And They took me out throughout the whole neighborhood and people are like coming outside their houses because there's an ambulance in front of my house. And they all see my horribly hived up body being like dragged away. (laughs) Dragged away? Like you were resisting? Yeah. I was like, please, no, don't then don't everyone's going to think I'm a loser at school yeah. um but it, it's been a few years mm-hmm. and i was like i bet my body forgot oh sure it was supposed to be allergic to almonds so and? I, I ate some more oh. um and it didn't it didn't forget oh no it didn't forget so what happened i got a little bit itchy the itching was less of a problem this time and i ate an almond i got a little bit itchy the itching kind of went away and i was like oh hey we're getting through this we're fine mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Oh, <laughs> this is this is vomit. This, this is, is coughing, coughing, okay. and uh, a little bit of wheezing in there." Mm. And I googled like when go to, when go to hospital for <laughs> for allergy reaction. Sure, yeah. and it was like if you are coughing and wheezing, call an ambulance. And I was like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, doesn't seem like that's what I should do. Um, and I never picked up my EpiPen prescription. <laughs> That oh that gave me.
1: You were really uh you were really testing it. Huh? Yeah, well
0: I was like I just won't eat any more almonds. Sure. And it'll be fine.
1: But then you purposefully ate almonds. Well I thought
0: that I had forgotten.
1: <laughs> right, yeah.
0: Um so yeah, I was like, you know, I wasn't like going to pass out, but I was like it, it could be easier to breathe. It could
1: your your thought was it you know it it could be easier to breathe. <laughs> yeah,
0: like but in like always? A, a room full of smoke. <laughs> yeah but i'm like well it's not that hot in this burning building sure like i'm, I'm a little sweaty but I'll, I'll i mean i could i could i could handle worse for sure
1: now did you take this as an opportunity to challenge your body and eat more almonds
0: no i threw them away because okay. i figured out of sight out of mind oh, sure. <laughs> and they wouldn't they wouldn't be able to hurt me anymore if i wasn't looking at them yeah uh but and I was also like it's we have people on our couch that I don't know it's going to be so embarrassing if the fucking ambulance comes. That w- that would be embarrassing. And then they'll be like, "Oh my god, did you get shot?" And I'm like, "No, I ate almond." <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll they'll probably take my room while I'm away because I, a baby doesn't deserve to live in that house. That's true. Yeah. Um I just went to bed. And I was like, I might die in my sleep, but hey. You were taking that chance. <laughs> that's what I that's what I've earned. Yeah. Okay. Um, well. and it worked out and I realized that when I go you know when I when I slip off this great mortal coil mm-hmm. my last thought will be of social anxiety 100%
1: <laughs> you will die of, of social anxiety that's yeah that's not good or healthy
0: well it's not, I won't die of social anxiety it's just like right. my death will bring about a lot of social anxiety because I was like oh, I th- I, I'm a little worried I might die from this almond, but I don't want to bother the EMTs. Right. I don't want them to get mad at me. You know.
1: The fear of social retribution outweighed the potential effects of almond death for you.
0: Yes, precisely. I would never go to the hospital.
1: You would never go to the hospital? No. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll get out my bow and arrow and shoot you in the stomach then. See, if that happened...
0: <sharp inhale> <sharp inhale> oh okay so for the listeners i've been shot in the stomach by a bow and arrow and let me tell you Mm -hmm. what's going through my head i thought first i was like oh man i'm gonna have to go to the hospital for this am i but then i think like what if it's not a big deal yeah like what if the emts are like oh we get one of these every day just fucking lay on your side idiot yeah like what if they say that so now i'm thinking like maybe i just wait this one out can you uh
1: can you move your legs
0: uh no, they're gone. They okay. fell off. So it did separate the vertebrae,
1: but yeah. uh, all we have to do is pretty much cut off that bottom half and you should be good.
0: Yeah, the bottom half is walking away.
1: Oh, yep. Oh. It's having trouble getting out the door because it doesn't have any arms, but oh, classic. Uh <laughs> it's just like a just like a pair of pants <laughs> It keeps walking into the doorway, <laughs> backing up, walking into a, it again, like stumble back. Stumble back
0: Yeah look at them go It's really funny Oh I remember when those were with me Yep When those were attached to my body Back before you Man the days back before you shot that bow and arrow Those were pretty Those were not so bad were they No they weren't It really puts everything in perspective Being shot And losing your legs And having them walk away But they can't get out of the door
1: Hey look at that I think I think your legs want to Be part of you again They're like Sort of bowing down As if to your Your will Oh Hey you should just go ahead and hop back on. Oh, I did it. She's back oh, home again.
0: Well, now they have some communist ideas.
1: <laughs> Dang it! Well, that's what happens when you like. So your they legs. went off
0: to college. Yeah. They all those damn liberal professors got in their head, mm-hmm. and now I'm half communist.
1: Jeez. Oh, <laughs> uh,
0: this is our get, newest sitcom. Get this girl a sickle. <laughs> That's the name of the sitcom. It's get get, <laughs> get, this, get girl. this girl a sickle. a sickle, and it's about it's about having a, a alt right upper half, yeah, and a <laughs> communist. Uh, it's a libertarian left, anarchist lower half.
1: Oh, that's very sp- a libertarian left. C-
0: what was it? Uh, a, you know, kind of a a Leninist. Oh, okay. Um. Com- Communist lower half.
1: Okay. They so. think
0: their name a political s- position, and I'll give you the top and bottom <laughs> stance on that.
1: Point. <laughs> okay, a political issue. <laughs> yeah. um Let's say uh, uh, workers' rights. What does your top and bottom half think about workers' rights?
0: The top is thinking workers' rights, workers' right to wash my balls. Sure, but that's pretty ironic that the top would say that because the balls are belong to the lower half. Yeah, who does say workers' rights? I'm in. That's what they said. Wow, (laughs) about that one.
1: Okay, these are really nuanced and uh, highly, um, yeah, ideas.
0: Well, it's a pretty, you know, it's pretty vague concept of workers' rights. Like if we went, you know, like uh, how long should a lunch break be? Mm. Top half is like three minutes. Right. And the bottom half's like, no. bottom that's kinda actually that's weird. The bottom half doesn't think you should get a legend break. Whoa. Okay, bottom half. (laughs) Interesting break of the of the value system.
1: Yeah. It just wants you to keep working towards communist goals. Yeah. Or left or what was it? Libertarian I Uh,
0: don't know. Uh Maoist Maoist libertarian left. Uh Central American. Goals,
1: central. Okay, I don't know what that means exactly, but I'm sh-
0: this is what the bottom half is telling me. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking, you know, I'm taking it. At, it's at their word, at that sweet pair of legs. I'm taking them at their word. Could we get a, you elected president
1: and on uh, on both parties? Like, like, could you face against your legs on the political stage?
0: That'd be kind of fun. Let me, let me detach again. Okay. <coughs> there we uh, go. Yeah. Right. Okay. And now me and my legs are gonna oh. have a fight.
1: Yeah, legs are on mic three now.
0: Hey, it's me, legs. We have the same, we have the same voice, but it's a little bit deeper.
1: That makes sense. Lower on the body. I'm glad to register.
0: not be attached to that little goofball anymore. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. Uh, we have I'm a lot not. of we have a lot of fun together. But you know, it's nice to stretch. <laughs> it's nice to stretch myself. You get it. I'm legs. Nice to uh, myself uh, Yeah, okay. Very yeah. clever legs. A little, leg, little leg. We call that leg humor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, pioneering a new type of humor. That's part of your political platform.
0: Um, yeah, we're thinking kind of like uh, leftist, libertarian, funny, funny visit party.
1: Okay, sure. Now, uh, upper half, what do you think about this? Do you think that uh, funny should be
0: in our political system? I think i'm I'm speaking higher now without my legs. Sure. I think we leave a lot of room for goofs and gaffes in our in our political debates, but really, when it comes down to it, it's about the people.
2: Mm.
1: Uh, now, lower half um, yeah. yes uh, I- Is it about the people or should or is it possible to have both the people goofing and gaffing?
0: I think the goose and gaffs really belong uh, to the rich. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to say that's, I'm not going to make a judgment call on like rich people. You know, like I don't want to get into that whole can of worms. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying like follow the money. You see the SNLs, you see the, you see the Disney teen comedies. Sure. And we're laughing and we're having a grand time in the theater. But what's that mean for like, uh, What's that mean for my, what's that mean for me, you know?
1: Right. You're in it purely for personal reasons.
0: Yeah. We're thinking it's the, it's the libertarian, uh, leftist party of laughs, but, but it's mine.
1: Um, personally, I think you're talking out of your ass, um,
0: upper oh, half. Now that's a good one. Yeah. I get one of those, a uh, fucking dime a dozen. Good one, pal.
1: <laughs> hey, Hey, if you're going to cause problems, we can ask you to leave.
0: You want to? You want to hear from my leg lawyer?
1: Uh, which which one? The left or the the right lawyer? We share a lawyer. <laughs> okay, fucking um, stupid ass bit. What's um, happening, <laughs> uh, folks? That was the uh, cast your votes. Um, <laughs> upper half, lower half. Who would you rather have run the political unit that is the? All that in a glass of water podcast. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, I was gonna I was gonna try to add a bell sound, like a school bell. Okay. To our um, to our thing here. Instead, I'm gonna do uh school bell sound here. Welcome back to the glass of water school of perception. This is lecture three, week three. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I'm ashamed to say that the follower count of the Toronto school of perception who were who are who we are fighting a bitter bitter war against yeah. is now 276 crap i think they that's have, like
0: two or three more
1: it's three more indeed um and have we gained any any gains any losses
0: i mean we've gained listeners for sure really um or total listens which is not the same as a listener okay uh, cuz you know all of our fans are 100% retention anyone who listens to epi- episode 1's gonna finish the entire set
1: it's it's physically impossible not to yes yeah
0: like you just be bawling laughing so hard you wouldn't be able to even move your finger to stop it on no. your stop it playing on your phone on your SoundCloud if you tried
1: no it's deeply ingrained in the nervous system that if you try to uh, stop it the brain there's there's a function in the brain that that's mm-hmm. it sends out an electrical signal it stops it just dead. Yeah. You can't move.
0: No, that's yeah, a lot of people have been complaining about that in emails. They're like, whenever I listen to your podcast, I just I'm freeze for I got stuck on the bus. I missed my stop because I <laughs> couldn't pull the cord because I was listening.
1: And then you do have to go to the to a medical professional to get unstuck. Um, yeah. or else listen to all the currently available episodes of the all that in a glass of water podcast. It's one of the other folks.
0: Yeah. Um, so that's all to say we have like A good number of listens. We might be approaching 273 downloads, 276 downloads. Oh. I think we'll probably get there in the next couple weeks.
1: This week's lesson, though, um, and we're going to encourage all of you to do this, is uh, step one, buy a permanent marker. Step two, write a message that someone will see in as public of an area as possible. Now, this can be something as simple as just a high, just a regular old high. It can be also uh, something like you look nice today.
0: This does kind of feel like we're starting a Fight Club. Does it? Like you know, in Fight Club, when Tyler Durden's like, "Yeah, we're just gonna fight," uh huh. And then he's like, "Your task today is to fucking bomb a bank." Yeah. You know how that kind of happens as the as the as the Fight Club progresses. Sure. It feels like we started this as like, "Hey, we're just gonna have we're gonna talk some funny stuff about like Ratatouille and everything," and then now we're like, "Go do a vandalize somewhere."
1: No, well, yeah, I think that we we've started this for fun. Now we are a uh, we're a political unit, uh, and a school, and a uh, a wartime entity. Um, we've grown really big, folks, just in the span of eight
0: weeks. This, f- um, yeah. yeah, I you know, I'm, I'm fe- you know, I'm just feeling a bit like you know Edward Norton in Fight Club, and you're a bit like Brad Pitt in Fight Club.
1: Well, I am a figment of your imagination, so yeah.
0: Spoilers for Fight
1: Club, by the way. Oh wow! Um, Now that one's brutal. That would really hurt. Now, folks, in Fight Club, you have to you have to do this. You have to write a message with permanent marker. It is for a grade. You are being graded on this. Um, So do this. Send us a picture, or don't. It doesn't really matter. As long as you do it, as long as you get this out into the world, um, that's all I really care about. What are they
0: supposed to? They got to write. High in permanent marker, something they can
1: write whatever they want. It can, it just has to be a message that someone else will read and like have to process in their minds. With and it can't be, it cannot be with an erasable material. If they if it wants to be covered up, it has to be like with permanent paint or a really acidic solution.
0: Can we say, uh huh, you, you put it on a paper and tape it? There. No, I don't, I don't want to encourage you know, maybe this is just the Edward Norton Brad Pitt, you know, kind of divide that we have between, us, between these two halves of my brain. (laughs) Yes. I don't want to encourage people to do a real life vandalism on this public podcast that our future employers will hear. Right. So Um, I, my, you know, compromise there would be like, take a piece of lined notebook paper and write something and tape that to a wall. Okay. Even print a, print a sticker. Print a sticker You can print a sticker That'd And put fun. that on like Put that on a garbage bin Alright
1: uh, I can I can uh, I can live with Taking this down a notch And saying uh, Just make someone Read something Somewhere Okay
0: Don't make it lewd Don't make it lewd If it's lewd We're gonna know And we're gonna be mad about it We're gonna be really mad This should I think Be kind of A little bit nice
1: Exactly um, that's what That was one of my suggestions You look nice today There's also another suggestion Don't you dare try to smudge me out You could write that somewhere That's kind
0: of fun Yeah. Do that on like a t-shirt And then people will be like what? Yeah a smudge t-shirt that's a, for
1: sale on, At H&M
0: t- Go print a t-shirt That says Don't you dare try to smudge me out Put it on a hanger Put uh-huh. that hanger somewhere in your local H&M and then people can like go th- and think that's for sale, but it's not. You just left that there.
1: I want to talk to talk a little bit about my teeth today, um, because they okay. are, they are articulators. They do help me with what I am saying right now, but you cannot see them, and I don't feel that's completely fair. Um, what? Well, okay, so you're gonna make the listeners see your teeth? <laughs> um. Yes, I'm going to leave them at hidden locations. Um, around the United States And the listeners will have to go on a scavenger hunt oh To find boy. them That'd and
0: be really fun
1: If anyone gets the full set um, You well, We're, we're, we're going to give you the podcast It's yours yeah. This um, is kind
0: of like a Charlie in the Chocolate Factory where tr- We need an heir yeah, for the podcast Exactly And we're going to do that by ripping out all 32 of Trevor's Chompers That's right And hiding them across the continental US yes. And some of Canada
1: uh, 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 that's the tricky part. Is that yeah. it's not all of Canada. It's just specific parts over the border.
0: Yeah, we we had to go. We were running to like drop them off before the border agents could tackle us. Yeah. So they're within like a thirty second sprint of the border. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, um, a thirty second sprint at um, Royal Canadian Guard pace. Yeah. Um, my teeth. I was looking at my teeth in the mirror the other day. And I was, I was smiling, I was looking at them, uh, and I was like, there's just something, something just doesn't look right with my teeth, right? Okay. And these are, you know, I look at these pretty much every day, I see them every day, um, and yet, still, uh, I could not figure it out. And then I realized that that same day I was looking at my teeth, we had a uh, dentition lab in one of my classes. Where what we, the? Yeah. We lo- We looked at teeth to be like, oh, this is human teeth. Uh-huh. These aren't. These aren't human teeth. These are teeth that aren't human.
0: Oh, I see. Yes. So we like looked at like beaver teeth. Those ones are easy. So they're throwing <laughs> you a softball to start. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> then we moved on to like
0: raccoon teeth. I, I bet I could get raccoon teeth. You think? Yeah.
1: I don't. It's not that exciting They're just like Raccoon teeth are just like sharper I guess Yeah I have to I think
0: But it's like is this a person Who's really built for killing Or is this a raccoon Built for normal raccoon stuff
1: Right yeah Are people built for killing
0: Yeah some people have sharper teeth Because God wanted them to kill
1: <laughs> Right Those are vampires I think Oh, my God, that's who that was? Yeah.
0: I invited him into my home. No. I said, those teeth look awesome. Come on in. Let me get a better look.
1: No, no, no. That's exactly the thing you don't want to do.
0: Oh, gosh. Yeah. I left. I said, I got to go record a podcast. You don't move. Don't move a muscle. I left him in my bedroom with my cat.
1: Oh, well, uh, luckily cats already have sharp teeth, so they can't be turned into vampires. (laughs) That's how that works.
0: Oh, so if I, like, file my teeth into... Into real chompers. Oh yeah. They won't I'm immune from vampirism. Yeah. Oh that's sick.
1: They can't bite you. That's the vaccine. Well they they can't they can still like suck all the blood out of your body. You just can't become a vampire like them because you already have the sharp teeth. Yeah. Um speaking of sharp teeth, I figured out that's what it was. It was my canines. My canine canines are just
0: flat. You can look at them if you want. Okay. Which ones are the canines? They uh yeah, they have kind of like a sawed-off end. Yeah. Interesting. What's that about? And yours, smile. Yeah,
1: yours don't. Yours are yours are sharp-pointed, ready for some meat-eating. Actually, that's not true. That's not really what... Those are for biting
0: into the skin of the apple.
1: <laughs> that's their specific purpose.
0: Yeah, we evolved them. We had two less teeth before apples came around. <laughs> yeah And then we were like Oh this shit's delicious But the skin's A little bit difficult To bite into
1: Yeah And that's uh, That's why Isaac Newton Was the first person To evolve canine teeth
0: Yeah They um, don't call him Give me one sec They don't call him K. Newton for nothing
1: Oh That's <laughs> den- K.
0: They don't call him uh, k 9 for nothing. Okay. Because he has K, he's Isaac, his last name's Newton. Right. And if you kind of mesh that with the word nine, which uh-huh. is, you know, already in the word K-9, then you get Isaac K-9, Isaac K-Newton. Uh-huh. Teeth.
1: Uh, that took about the same effort as jacking up a car would. <laughs>
0: Okay, maybe for someone weak like you. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, it took the same effort as jacking up like 10 cars. Oh, which is still I to see. say it took a lot of effort to yeah. get that one out. But I'm just like kind of flexing that I'm so strong.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah, got huge rippling muscles. Yeah. You're, you're sort of known around campus
0: for your huge rippling muscles. I would love for that to be the case, honestly. <laughs> like don't you ever just wish people saw you and were like, Wow. Now that person's got their workout regimen figured out, huh?
1: Well, I mean, I guess I would like that if I had a workout regimen in the first place, which I don't. I don't ever work out, really. Do you work out? No. Okay. So why is that a desire that you have?
0: Well, it's like, you know. Shoot for the stars, and even if you miss, you land among the stars. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> uh, huh? What <laughs> you shoot for the moon, um, and even if you miss, you land among the stars. I see, but I'm shooting, I'm just going for the stars right off because I don't intend to succeed. <laughs> oh, right. So you're just uh, way overshooting. Um, yeah, well, it's, they in that one they put shoot for the moon, even if you miss, you land among the stars. But the stars are way further than the moon.
1: (laughs) Like millions of light years from what I understand.
0: Should be like, shoot for the moon even if you miss, you might end up orbiting Earth and (laughs) that'd still be kind of fun.
1: Yeah. That's like the, that's really the best case scenario. Yeah. what Probably what happened is you'd start orbiting the sun or else you just rocket off into eternal nothingness until you die.
0: Yeah. Shoot for the moon even if you miss escaping Earth's gravity well is still an impressive feat. (laughs) And you should be proud of just that part.
1: Yeah. Um. Honestly, pretty impressive that we did that. We went to the moon.
0: I was thinking this the other day. We got to do that again.
1: Aren't we? Are, are we trying to? I feel like there's definitely. Yeah, we should do that
0: again. I just think it'd be really cool if we all got to gather around and look at our televisions again and be like, holy heck, they're on the moon. Because sure. we haven't done that since like the 70s.
1: Yeah, I guess, why did they stop that? There's just no, like, there's just nothing there.
0: Yeah, I think we kind of figured it all out about <laughs> the moon. It's not much going on. It's big, big <laughs> rock. We brought back some. Yeah. We put the flag up there.
1: Don't they think that there's helium in the moon? Is that why it flies?
0: <laughs> that's why I it, think hasn't it crashed is.
1: into Earth. I think it is. I, we're going to Mars now, aren't we? Yeah,
0: allegedly. Or that's what... Fucking... Elon Musk what I, I like to call him <laughs> says we're going to Mars Like next year next year is that what he says He said he said before It would happen by 2026 I think Okay just like okay pal We're not even gonna go You know we're, we're not even gonna go In a, in a fucking car by 2026 <laughs> Are you Saying that we've
1: evolved So far that we don't need cars We can just kind of appear places
0: No well, people have been talking about cars uh-huh. Like they're gonna happen for, like, a hundred years oh, now. Oh, sure. And everyone's like, oh, we're going to be able to drive anywhere yeah. without the horse or nothing. And they It's built- just going to be built driving all by itself. And it's like, all right, well, when's that? You exactly. Know, we're and they, skipping that. We're going straight to Mars.
1: They built all these roads, all, all like, crisscrossing the country in preparation. Yeah.
0: They built these big lights like there's anything, like, it, I'm. it's just people. Yeah. So they can stop pretty quick. We don't need this whole stoplight system. No.
1: I think human, uh, you know, social interaction can pretty much deem... Like, oh, well, this person's going, and then this person, like, we can figure it out pretty much just through intuition.
0: Yeah. Like, if there were, like, big, giant, 2,000 pound, big hunks of steel yeah. driving around, rippling, and, and hitting me. Sure. In a hypothetical world, yes. Yeah. In Elon, Elon's in fucking, you know, fantasy land. Yeah. Then maybe I'd be like, oh, well, this, I could see some benefit to having like, a crosswalk here. But, like, right now, we just have a whole bunch of pavement for fun and looks.
1: Yeah. Absolutely no reason. No. And now we want to go. And now we want to go and do that on Mars. No way. The Martians aren't going to like us paving over
0: all their nice red sand. That's right. You know, everyone knows the old nursery rhyme: Mars is for walking, uh, walking. Earth, Earth is, Earth for, is talking. for talking. Exactly. And that's why we do this podcast on Earth. Uh huh. And people walk on Mars. They don't drive.
1: No. Just like the same. This just the way it's the same on Earth, unless you're riding a horse, which. Yeah, it's a weird saying because, like, Earth is also for walking. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's where it started, right? But then that's where it started. But then we got talking too, and we were like, well, we can't keep both. We have to choose one. No,
0: yeah. It's, it wouldn't be fair to Mars if we tried to take talking and walking. <laughs> no, that would just be unfair. How about a question?
1: Yeah, let's go <laughs> ahead. Let's take a question.
0: Trevor, I, I don't know anything wrong with you recently. Okay. Uh, there is nothing. My life is perfect right now. Are you sure you don't have any problems that could be benefited by anything?
1: Uh, like you don't have like too much of something? Oh well, you know, one thing I do have too much of, yeah, is I have I have an excess of knowledge. Oh, and I and please please help me, Lily. I have so much knowledge.
0: I have really good news. Okay. about that, uh, we have a question this week. Oh, thank God! This comes from Leah. From Leah. From Leah. Leah says, "Hi." My name is Leah, long-time listener, first-time emailing.
1: Well, thank you for emailing, Leah.
0: Thank you very much. Leah says, I'm really nervous. Don't be nervous. It's a welcoming space.
1: It's okay. We're two very chill people. uh, We're chill. Yeah. You can come up and talk to us at any time. Unless I'm eating, and then I will snap at you. Me?
0: I'm all about that. Leah asks, there are two questions. I think we're going to take these one at a time. Okay. Leah says number one. Would you rather? Now you're gonna have to pay attention to this. I actually <laughs> haven't read this. Okay. <laughs> I didn't read this whole thing. I'm listening very intently. Would you rather have to get out of the ocean and out on clothes immediately, still on the sand, once a day, or always forget? Okay, that's that's. Wait, wait, wait. So the first option one, one okay. is: Would you you have to get out of the ocean and out on clothes immediately? Wait, wait, wait. I don't mean and put on clothes. That must be what it's says. Yeah, that's probably it. Get out of the ocean and put on clothes immediately, still on the sand. Okay. Once a day. That's pretty bad. That sounds pretty terrible. Yeah,
1: sounds like there'd be a lot of chafing associated with that. Yeah. What's the other option?
0: Or always forget that food is hot and burn your mouth all the time.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, It
0: seems to me. Here's my initial reaction. Okay. That second one isn't like food is always hot and it will burn you all the time. It's Uh just whenever you have hot food, you're going to forget about it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so like it's not like I'm burning my mouth every day. It's just whenever I am already eating food hot enough to burn my mouth. Uh-huh. It'll happen maybe. <laughs> Which seems quite manageable. Yeah, sure. Compared <laughs> to having to find a beach every day. Right. <laughs> if if I forgot every time.
1: Well, I guess I guess part of this an uh, implication of this question is that like every time like if I if I made myself hot, hot ramen noodles, mm-hmm. like instant ramen noodles that were really hot. Yeah. And I've got to take a sip, like ah, ooh, 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 that's hot. Ouch. Oh, oh right. Ah, okay. Ooh,
0: ooh. Ooh, that's hot. It would just keep happening because you have no memory. Yeah. You you I guess you just lose all memory of, of hot food as a danger. <laughs> <You're> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not that it's not that you
1: misremember, it's that the part of the the part of your evolution that says hot
0: food hurts tongue bad yeah is just switched off that does seem pretty bad yeah but seems the like f- yeah. first one still seems like it would i don't know cuz you could get it's only food i more often burn my mouth on hot beverages uh-huh so i could remember hot coffee and stuff right f- like from larry
1: like from like larry's hot
0: fresh coffee yeah. yes but i mean yeah I guess you eat, you make your ramen and it's not like you can be like, I'm not going to make hot food anymore. Cause you don't, the second you agree to this question, you don't even know hot food's a thing. Yeah. You got no idea. I don't know. Which one are you picking?
1: Okay. Well, here's, I mean, the thing for me is if, if every time you eat hot food, it, like you forget and you'll go and eat it again, eventually your taste buds will just start to, to they'll be seared off. Like That's they won't true. exist anymore. It's like
0: those chefs at hibachi restaurants that put their hand on the grill. What? But that's it's that with your mouth.
1: Wait, there are chefs at hibachi restaurants that put their hand on the grill. You know
0: the restaurants where they cook on at the table. Yeah, no, I yeah I went yeah. to one, and they'll be like, "Careful, it's hot." That was me touching the grill, and then it'll yeah. start sizzling and, and <laughs> fucking smoking on their hand, and they don't even care. And then you'll be like, oh, I, "I didn't order the
1: chef's hand."
0: Yeah, and then the whole place cheers and they give you your meal for free.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And they give you a big gallon jug of yum-yum sauce to take home, too.
0: (laughs) Housemaid. And the chef dips his finger in it. (laughs) Um, And I'm like, hey, 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 stop. That's raw. I don't want that. (laughs) He's like, right, my bad. And he puts his hand in, like, the vat of oil. Whoa. Yeah. That's... You would and it's it fried come, now. It comes out like a skeleton hand, but it's really cleanly cut. <laughs> like all of the flesh is super cleanly gone right where the line <laughs> of the oil was on his yeah. hand. And then the rest is like a cartoon skeleton hand.
1: <laughs> and it makes like the, the bone noise, the <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the,
0: the classic bone noise. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um like the yeah, like in Mario, whenever you hop on one of the skeleton Koopas.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, so true. Um, so you're saying you would go for because you're never, you know, just like those chefs that, that have the skeleton hands. Eventually, you're gonna get immunity to the hot food, but you're never getting immunity to having sand all over your your wet body. Yeah, that's true. This is the
1: ocean I'm I'm sleeping in every night.
0: It no, that was <laughs> a part of it. Like, what you just get out of the ocean and put on your clothes <laughs> immediately every day.
1: So I just have to do that at some point yeah. in the day. So I, I guess
0: can, you have to move, like, to a beach.
1: Right. That's f- I like the beach. There you go. Yeah, well, it's
0: got some benefits.
1: I see this as, like, I, every day I'm ending my day with a little mini beach trip, you know? Mm. Maybe before I get in the water, I, you know, I read a chapter of my book, you know? I relax out in the in the sun. Um, or I c- collect a few snails, you know? <laughs> Yeah. The point is, I think the the getting out of the water and putting on my clothes immediately, uh, it has more benefits than drawbacks for me personally. What What about you? Which way you Which are you going? With? It
0: It also doesn't limit like you can go shower right after. It's not it's like true. you got to put on your clothes and then go to work and do <laughs> yeah. that for eight hours. Yeah. Um, I think I'm with you. Because, I mean, it doesn't say, like, you get a free all-expenses-paid all trip to the beach every day. Uh-huh. You do have to kind of, like, figure that one out, uh, and we don't live near a beach. But, I mean, you know, if God told me I had to do this, I wouldn't be like, my life is over.
1: Now, we do live near a lake, which
0: has... It, uh, it says the ocean. It says it's the gotta ocean. It's got to be an ocean.
1: Well, a lake is like an ocean, uh, but it's separated by by the
0: main ocean... Just buy some land. You can take that one up with Leah, but like you know, I'm reading the question as is, and I'm not trying to put you know unintended, uh, unintended. What if I dig caveats in there? What if I dig a moat? Uh, not a moat, yeah. like a
1: what are those called? The a canal. Okay, between our local lake, mm-hmm. University Lake. We have one of those. Yeah, where? it's it's where most of our water comes from. It's actually very relevant to this podcast. If I dig a moat between. A, a, a canal between university lake and the ocean which is what two three hundred miles sure uh that counts they're now the same body of water
0: okay but i just feel like you know that's not what they meant and now you're trying to twist this to make it better for yourself, but I think you should like take it and you know as is.
1: I'm tr- I'm trying to take it and turn it into something I can do actively in my day di- because I don't want to disappoint Leah. If, if I choose one, I'm committing to. You're going to go
0: dig a 200 mile moat on huh, Trevor? You're going to do that all by yourself? Yeah, I am. let's be re- Let's get real. I don't want to joke around today. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> laughing anymore. I
1: forgot this was the serious episode. Yeah,
0: this is the serious no jokes episode. Okay. Let's be real here. You're gonna go dig a 200 mile moat, or are you gonna have to go to the beach I to get to the it. ocean water?
1: Listen, outside my apartment right now, they have these big. They're doing a project. They have these big excavator uh, cat devices. Um, I could just uh, steal, well, not steal. I'm gonna say lift. I'll borrow, okay, one of those devices, and I'll just start
0: digging that that uh, canal across the across the state clock's ticking on on your clothes and that sand we got to move on because i'm getting heated (laughs) (laughs) you're getting you're getting genuinely angry about this
1: that i'm not (laughs) adhering to the technicals of this would you rather question
0: i just think you know um i i think you're trying to get around it because you can't face the reality of what you're gonna have to do right when when you accept this prompt yeah um we should go record a beach episode where we do this That'd be fun. We can we yeah. can do it, and we're covered. We're covered in sand, and it's gonna feel horrible. Yeah. Question two.
1: Wait, the, wait, what? Question two. Yeah, All right. I told you there were two questions. I was I didn't reserve enough knowledge. Uh, um, but no, you'll be fine. You know what? Okay, I think there's still some more I can give. Okay.
0: Yeah. Number two is thoughts on birthday punches.
1: This is also from Leah.
0: This is from Leah as well. Okay. Leah, Leah that gave us two. Which we uh, appreciate. Feel free to give as many as you want, and we won't take the bad ones. <laughs>
1: uh, that's a good policy. Um, Birthday punches. I was never punched as a child with this tradition. Mm-hmm. Kind of a weird tradition, I think, because it's like, oh, you're another year older. Let's take off uh, a few seconds off the end of your life now. Yeah.
0: Um, the idea is it adds up to, like, the exact middle point of your life. Mm-hmm. Most people would live to, like, 160, 180 if yeah. it weren't for all the punches they got, Yeah, and it cuts it, like, down exactly half.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There, there are some cultures where this practice is not done, uh, and they do live a lot longer, um, but they, d- they don't like to admit it, <laughs> so they have to change their identity halfway through their life. Oh, yeah.
0: So that's what all those old people saying their babies are doing.
1: Exactly. That's exactly what that (laughs) is.
0: Millions of old people claiming (laughs) to be like 16. And they're like, it's my 16th birthday. Don't punch me. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah. You often see that depicted in some Eastern European cultures. Mm. What about you? What are your thoughts
0: on birthday punches? I could take him or leave him. <laughs> okay. Um, when is when
1: is your birthday?
0: My birthday is coming up. My birthday's on April seventeenth. Oh, it's in uh, it's a little over a month.
1: And how old are you turning?
0: Seventeen again. <laughs> Which is kind of. Trevor and I have been seventeen for a while now. Yeah. Um. And my my, gotta be fifth fifth or sixth seventeenth birthdays coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh.
1: Fifth or sixth? Yeah. Okay. I
0: didn't. It's, I turned 17 like right after like 13.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. It went 13, see, yeah.
0: 17, 17, 17, 17, 17. Uh, going on forever as far as I'm aware. Yeah.
1: Until, until the, the, uh, age turns on the your official clock. You're gonna be seventeen.
0: Yeah, which is nice because I get to cut down on the number of punches, and I'm gonna live a good extra couple minutes <laughs> because yeah. I only have to get 17 punches once a year instead of like the incrementing. Uh-huh. Amount. Um, uh huh. I'm
1: out. I wish I could vote, though.
0: Yeah, you do miss out. It's a rough age to get cut off on. At least we can drive. Yeah, but, like we don't get to, a p- to participate in our civic democracy. C R rated movies. Uh, My legs cannot run for any office. Mm. It's weird that they're trying. All right, Grandma. That's not. Uh, That's 126. Oh,
1: dear. Only 30 more to go.
0: Yeah, Grandma, you're from Scotland. (laughs) And you're getting hit a lot.
1: Oh, dear. Oh, goodness, dearie. (laughs) Grandma, uh,
0: you know what happens. You didn't do your daily ocean. You didn't. You, you washed off the sand before you put your clothes on, Grandma. We got to hit you 197 you're right, times.
1: You're right. It's my arthritis makes it harder for me to put on the clothes with the sand. But you're right. I made this agreement so Grandma, long I'm tired of now. your
0: excuses. We've oh. all made things we don't want to stand by anymore. We've all made promises oh. we, t- we wish we didn't have to keep, Grandma. My
1: grandbaby. Uh, what about your promise to take care of me until I die?
0: Grandma, there was one mistake you made when having me make that promise. Yes, grandbaby? It, you, until I die, could be right now. <coughs> oh, uh, <coughs> I'm going <coughs> to be free from my oh, burden.
1: Dear. Oh, dear. This is far more punches than... Then is it, then my age.
0: I know you lied about your age, Grandma.
1: Oh, you're
0: shoot. You rascal, you're a thousand years old.
1: Oh, you caught me. I've never gotten the birthday punches, and therefore I would have lived forever. But you found me out.
0: That's right. I'm here to put an end to your reign.
1: At least I'll see Cengiz again. <laughs> Grandma, who's the hell's is Oh, Genghis <laughs> was my lover back in the day. Uh, oh, I don't want to hear about known that as, grandma. Known as Genghis. Oh my god. That's, you 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 were a lover with Genghis Khan? Well, me and two or three thousand other women. You know, I was nothing special really, but well. Whoa.
0: what Whoa Now I kinda don't want to kill this fount of knowledge. I didn't consider the fact that you were a thousand years old.
1: Oh yeah. Yes, my diaries document the rise and fall of many empires. Uh I am a old wise old woman with much knowledge to impart.
0: Well, it's like I always say, Grandma, promise is a promise.
1: You're right. Bullet punches. <laughs> oh, 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 oh so many years fading away. Oh.
0: But da But da da Well folks, that's all today. But This
1: episode of all that in a glass of water. But but uh we'd like to thank Larry for joining us.
0: But thank you Larry. We'd like to thank all the people I talked to in the dining hall this morning. Thank you everyone in the dining hall.
1: Um But I'd like to thank my co-host Lily. Thank you for being very agreeable. I pushed her off into the deep end. But This interview Um, I don't know how long the music normally goes, but I want to remind all of you, uh, that bees are evil. Uh, thank you everybody. Uh, we'll,
0: we'll see you next week. Don't forget to email your questions. That's right. To all that in a glass of water at gmail.com. Uh, Send us more Would You Rathers if you want. If you're out of ideas and you're like, man, I sure hope they have a good question next time. That could be you could you could save next episode. That's true. You could be the funniest part of next episode. This is true. This is your big chance, everybody.
1: Um, yeah. Uh I kinda lost the pace there of the of the outro, but goodbye, everybody. We have to say that part. (laughs) Oh, no, we do. Okay. No, I'm saying I, I got distracted. Oh no! Okay, so do goodbye again. Let's take that. Let's take that dry. This is one of our cleanest outros yet, folks. Um, this is like a slip and slide. <laughs> you think it's about to end, but then there's another turn. Wait a minute, Trevor! I forgot. Yeah,
0: we'll see you all next week. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Sleep tight. Sound goes up. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works.
1: It's like hot air. Silence goes down. Uh, things that make sound go up
0: yeah that makes sense is why this this podcast is on the up and up because <laughs> it it's sense. audio only. <laughs>